This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Swansea has more McDonald's and clean sheets this season, so don't forget your McNuggets are closer than you think with McDelivery. The only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app are participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for further details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Swanscast, everyone, on uh, this fine end of January morning, where we're kind of in the same place we were on the first morning of January when it comes to transfers for the Swans. Well, we're not we're not quite in the same place. There's been a couple of bits of things that have happened. A little bit of action, nothing necessarily positive, unfortunately. So, but we're getting to discuss all that today. We've only got one game to discuss, obviously, with the match against Stoke being postponed, I believe, because of FA Cup run or round. Yeah. yeah. So they're still in the FA Cup. Um, so yeah, no game for the Swans this week. Next game is next Saturday against Birmingham. I want to say. Um, so we're going to revisit the QPR. One all draw, briefly. I think there's an awful load to say about it. There's a couple of talking points, injury, um, yeah, a few things to say. But Lee, how have you been this week anyway? Thanks for joining me. Yeah, not too bad. It's been a bit of a bit of a quiet week, really. Just uh, yeah, not much going on. Just working. And that's it, really. Um, I'm the NFL season's coming to the end, so I'm uh, a bit excited about that because I'm addicted to it at the moment. Who's gonna win? I uh, I think that the Chiefs might win it, but I really want the Bengals to win it. I'd love it if the Bengals won the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I don't know what any of that means. I really, like, I really like I them at the moment. We sell their tops in work, so that's... It's getting... Uh, no, it's just, this is where it's get to the business end now. So you get you essentially got the semi-finals this weekend and then the Super Bowls in two weeks in. So there's lots of uh, lots of stuff going on at the moment. That's an all-night there, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I well Super Bowl. I book the Monday off work every year. Where's that this year? It's in Arizona this year. Not in Tottenham. No, no, no. The Super Bowl is like the main final at the end of the oh, season. What do they normally take to Tottenham? Just a match. They it? just have like a yeah, like a regular season oh, okay. game. They just take oh, bloody hell if they did the Super Bowl in Tottenham, that'd be class. But I don't think yeah, I don't think they'll ever get there. Fair, fair enough. Um Yeah, I just realized as well, I introduced to you obviously Lee's joining me. I never actually introduced myself for people listening on <laughs> Spotify, so I don't know if anyone knows my name. Obviously, <laughs> well, I say obviously, yeah. So I'm Luke, obviously doing Swans cast with Lee here. Uh, sometimes we get other guests in. We haven't had one for a while. We'll have to shape up with that, see who wants to come and have a chat. But um, as always, if you 
do enjoy what we're talking about when we're waffling about the Swans. We do try and talk about um, what's currently going on, any talking points, anything on the pitch, anything off the pitch. And sometimes other conversations that aren't necessarily linked to Swans. It could be football, it could be other things that just come up in conversation sometimes. But yeah, if you enjoy hearing us ramble over that stuff, don't forget to click the subscribe button. Should be under Lee's beautiful face on the right hand <laughs> side of your screen um, or on your mobile big red button somewhere under the video. So click that. I think you just sign in with your Google account if you've got one on YouTube and off you go. And, and we, we're very grateful for everyone who has subscribed so far and for all the people that continue to support the video so and the podcasts on Spotify. Anyway, let's get into the nitty gritty. So, you, uh, just going back, well, though, I'll tell you what I did yesterday, which I enjoyed, which I haven't done for years. I went down St. Ellen's to watch Swansea rugby yesterday. That was good. Just for yeah, a good day that. out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. No, they got hammered by Merthyr, but it was a uh, it was a good game. I I, I went I went a couple of months ago, but uh, it's good if the Swans are like away or or um you know like there's an FA Cup break. I always like to go down there and watch uh, watch a bit of local rugby. That was a good enough. day out. Good, cheap good beer, out. cheap beer. How much? I paid three pound for a Guinness. That's competitive with spoons. That is. Yeah, it's tidy. Decent, decent. Good day out. Um, okay, so start with QPR. So Swansea went away to QPR last weekend and um, got a one all draw. So it's an away point at the end of the day, isn't it? It's not the end of the world. QPR have been really bad for... <laughs> they were really good at the start of the season and they were pushing up the top end of the table. But they have literally had two wins in about 15 games or something. They may count. One in eight. Hang on, that one's a friendly as well. So one win in 14 games. Bloody hell. Well, that was before going into the Swans game. Yeah, yeah. So like it's a draw, isn't it? It's not a loss. But um, they've had a few draws in there, especially recently. The form, they had a bunch of losses. The form, they got the win and they've had a couple of draws, one or two losses. But So they've started picking up. But I'm just saying they haven't won in like... But they have one win in whatever I just said it was. 14 games. That's yeah, 14 games. That's ridiculous. One, I mean, to be fair, that includes an FA Cup loss to Fleetwood Town as well. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah um, if it was at home, be a bit more frustrating. But I guess a point away, it was opportunity, don't get me wrong. But you watched the whole match. And the first thing you said to me was it was a good point because we were really bad. Yeah, I think so. I think like the problem was because we played well in the last ten minutes. I think like Fulton scores on like the eightieth minute. I think it was, and then the last ten minutes on another day we might have nicked it because they were the goal sort of spurred us on. Last ten minutes made it interesting. I think people came away from the game thinking, oh, you know, we could have won that game. But I think the previous eighty minutes were absolutely horrendous. But how many times has that happened on the flip side, like earlier in the season, especially? Oh, yeah, yeah. Scored all them last minute goals and won it in the last 10 minutes, if you like. So, you know, we still. Yeah, no, well, it does. Yeah, no, it does. But I mean, like, and again, I'm not knocking it because I always say, always, forever, always take a point on the road, always take a point away from home, whoever it is. But I don't know. I think, like, that draw kind of papered over a lot of cracks because I just think we were so poor in that game. It was just like, we did have, the Fulton goal was our first shot on target, our 80th minute. 
and it went in. I would have been absolutely crying if I was a QPR fan because we literally didn't threaten the goalkeeper whatsoever the whole game. And uh, that was our first shot on target. And that, that sort of summed up the game again. It's just like, I don't know what's going on at the moment because I can't say that we're awful, but when you watch the games, you just think it's so boring. Like, there's nothing direct. I think it's a trend, to be honest. It is that's a trend. Been, that's been for a couple of years now. We we seem to play poor when there's a transfer window. Yeah, no, I was yeah, I was going to come on to that. I don't know where there is what's going on outside, or you know, rumours and what's going on, and we don't know the ins and outs. And I think it is having an effect on the pitch because um, we said in the last video, I think, like beginning of the season, we started slow, and then we always play well in that October, September, October window where we tend to play Cardiff and like that. We always play well there. And then we sort of dip a little bit in December and then January's not good. And then maybe we pick up again sort of, you know, March, April time before the end of the season. Yeah. So I think I think you're right. I think the transfer window does have an effect on us on the pitch. And I think that's probably what's happening. And also not just from the ins and outs, but I think he's very limited with what you can actually change on the pitch at the moment. Like, oh, he is. You're saying if it's stale, we're looking like we're a bit... Um, it's just looking a bit stale out on the pitch. Stale is probably a good word. I was going to try and think of another yeah. one. But no, I what I mean is, like, you've got the same team on there. You know, it's quite samey. The team knows how to play against it. There's nothing like no drive there. Not not drive, that's the wrong word. I can't, I can't think of the way to put it. But you know what I mean? Like, you can't write this case. So, Alan, maybe you've had a couple of power games we were going to bring in instead. Like, Cham. I just look at the bench and. Kundal perhaps is one of them, one the one that perhaps would start. But Kundal and Champ probably the only two there, and they that you'd think about rotating in. But then yeah. you'd argue you're making the team worse. So I, yeah. I, this is not what can he do really? Like what can he do? No, I think like I'm sympathising with him with him a bit more now. So just looking at that team, and I just think like he can't, like uh, he can't really change it. Like you just said, you're looking at the bench, and you just think, what else can he do? I do sympath. I was. You know, a bit. I do get frustrated with him at times, obviously, tactically, whatever. Sometimes I think you can do it differently. But then I don't know if you've seen it, but that video that came out on the coach's voice, I think it is, where he like explains the tactics. It's really good. It's about a half hour watch. Really, really good. You should, against Cardiff, the 4 0, was it? Yeah, and he does the tactics of the 4 0 win against Cardiff. And I just think there's so much detail that goes into what he's trying to do. And then when he's explaining it, you think, yeah, fair enough. Like, his philosophy is brilliant. Obviously, it's not going to come off all the time. But you can see what he's trying to do. And I just think he's about two or three players short of yeah. that being... Because when when I listen to what he was talking about, you listen to how many times he mentions Matt Grimes in that. So he's integral to like everything that they do going forward and going backwards. The stuff that he does off the ball, that's what stood out. The amount he mentions Matt Grimes. So I think... If he's ever to go, then God help right, us. We said this for a while, haven't we? Like, I yeah. If he gets injured, like a season-ending injury, we're we're free falling down the table. But um, yeah, I, I know. But also, like from that game, the amount he also talks about, like Flynn Downs and Christie and Wolf, three players who are no longer here, and I think they've been a massive miss that they haven't replaced them. I think that's been I the key this season. I think, arguably for me, I think Downs is the one that. Miss, miss the least. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think Falcon's done a good job of stepping up to that what he was offering. 
And you've got Allen yeah. as well, haven't you? But the, I think it's the, it's the no one else after those three, and they're all on the pitch. It's the wing backs that I think stand out because that's where we used to get all of our opportunities from. And also, like you mentioned, how well that like Patterson and Perot were playing with Obafemi up top. Now we haven't got Patterson and uh, Patterson and Obafemi either, and you can argue that we haven't had them all season really, apart from flashes. And Perot has not been the same player from than last year. So you're talking about the change from like then to now. So his philosophy, well, it is part of it because you can. Uh, Perot's, I mean, part of Perot's woes. I mean, like the fact that they are not there. Yeah, no, I, I think it is, and I think like if you look at what he's trying to do, and I think it's brilliant, and I think it's when it comes off, we've seen it when it comes off, it works. But for whatever reason, like Oberfemi and Patterson off the pitch, not replacing the two fullbacks. Um, I just think it's just then that's why we're in this position because you, and you're right, we're just so stale with the players that we've got. I just I I'm I I'm at loss because I look at it and I just think, what can we do? And I don't want to be. I'm going to throw this in as well. This might be a bit controversial, but I just think, like Joe Allen, I don't know. I think he's a great player, obviously, but I think he should start on the bench. I just don't think you got like you can't have three of them there. No, you can't have the three of them there, and I think it's just like time that Joe Allen doesn't start every game. Yeah, because I think he gives you sixty minutes. You can and come he's on 50, 60 minutes and control the rest of the game, can you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go like two in midfield and go attacking and you know, go and take control of the game, win the game. And who better to bring on than someone like Joe Allen to close the game out? He tackles everything that moves, yeah. and then he's so he's so calm on the ball. I just think it's a little yeah. bit like we're carrying him a little bit when he can only play 60 minutes. Yeah, and I think the problem is. Maybe he doesn't trust like and Tram now to start a game. Like he's had enough chances, yeah. don't trust him. Kundal, yeah. he's young, so as much as he might not always choose to start Kundal, he's a little bit more understanding there. Or Congreve in it. So like you're like, oh well, Alan, like I know he's gonna be secure for 60, 70 minutes. And the problem is they've got to bring one of them on then. And then if you're if you're fighting at that point of the game, it just yeah. makes it a lot tougher, doesn't it? To be fair, Kundal came on in this one and and uh, got an assist, and then Cham had a disallowed goal. But normally, that is not the case, and usually we fall apart when the subs are made. And in that time, from what I've seen yeah. the last couple of weeks, watching a couple of games, it's been a common theme. Yeah, when the midfield starts to tire, you know, you've got three of them important. Felton and Grimes they do quite a good job of playing ninety minutes, but there's three yeah. of them doing that system when Alan specifically starts going. You're doing you've got two people doing a three man job and the one that's coming on isn't doing that same job. Yeah, exactly. And usually the other yeah. team started coming into the game by then, so it's a different ball game already. So And then yeah, when you lose that man in midfield then you 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 tend to lose control of the game, don't you? When we lose the third man in midfield. Yeah. The the prime example was the Burnley game, wasn't it? Because when like Joe Allen and went Bristol. off and Bristol, when Joe Allen had to go off. Which says how says how good he is. I'm not like obviously knocking him as a player. I just mean for his age now and his like fitness record. How we get the best out of him? Yeah, how do that performance on him? Because that game he played against Burnley in the first half was one of the best performances I've seen in a Swan shirt. He was brilliant. And you're talking about the best team in the league. He was he was excellent. But then when we had to take him off in the second half, and I think he took Fulton off as well. So I think he was probably tired. The game completely went because. We had nothing yeah. in midfield, then they completely overrun yeah. us. Kundal and, and Cham come on, and they just yeah, they do not do the same job. Kundal is learning, and he's more of an attacker. And I, 
and Chams and Chamini. So like you're just losing that quality, you three quality midfielders. And that's what I'm saying all the time. Like, yeah, they are our best three midfielders, but that's why I don't know if we can start them every game. Because who no, do you bring on when, when you've got to change something? Yeah. You 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 punt in on going for all these attackers and hoping for the best. And I think that works one in five, one in six times, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the that... other teams on top. But again, I think you're I think you're spot on by saying it's gone stale. I think that's part of it. It's just that maybe he thinks, well, I'll just start with my, you know, my best players on the pitch, and is one way to go. Just think, right, I'll start with my best players on the pitch. We'll try and, you know, win the game before that, and then, but then you're right. Like you haven't got someone to come on then to replace one of them three. You've got to bring on a Cundlin and Cham. We're both yeah. sort of more forward-thinking <laughs> players. Yeah. I don't know. It's difficult at the moment, but how how do we solve it? I can't. I can't blame Russell Martin. I can't blame Joanne. I can't blame anyone. You can't blame anyone for getting anything wrong. It's just the only thing is just the transfer window, and it's just really concerning at the moment. We'll get onto the transfer window later because that's a big conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like it's it's just tricky in it because I think the team is fine. The players all there probably all deserve to be first team players. It's just yeah. sometimes you have to mix it up. Or like Perot is not he's not the same as he was last year, but there's no one else to replace him. Like No, exactly. You're having a bad time, come up the team for a bit. All right, who's gonna go in? Like Cullen's already stay starting. <laughs> he's already exactly, on yeah. the pitch. Yeah. And Cullen's only there really because Obafemi decided to throw his toys out of the pram. Yeah. And and he was at the start of the season, come back a little bit, but like was he really fully there? I'm going to say he probably wasn't now after seeing January. Maybe we all got flattered to deceive, you know, but you know, the little dancey dance he was doing in West Brom. Yeah, like, I know. It was rubbish, isn't it? So, I think going back to that now. Done. I have no idea what's going on with him. I think he's just done with the football. I think he just wants paycheck. Move back home, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Post his little bit... Um, videos on Instagram or like pictures of him being on holiday. Wasn't he in that one where they announced Toronola? I don't know. The Love Island one. Was he in that? The little Love oh, Island. I have no idea. Thing. Speaking oh, of um, no, reveal trailers, have you seen the one that Bernie did for their striker the other day? No, I've heard about it, but I haven't no. seen it yet. <laughs> what was it? No Shrek. Yeah. Do you know the first one where like they got that Lord Farquhar and he's like got the magic mirror and he's asking Yeah. Princess? They've done that with like strikers, yeah. So they had like Messi, Ronaldo, and then this guy they signed, and they just oh, changed it all to suit that that narrative. It's quite funny, to be fair. Oh, dear. <laughs> it was quite good. Like fair play to the social media team. That's, uh, yeah. that's good. I'll have to. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, go back to the QPR game. Um, Jamal Lowe scored as the former player. But it's Shock. been the first one in a while, to be fair. Been a, quite a few that I haven't recently. It hasn't been. Yeah, I know. Much. I had that in my bet builder though, low any time. So that was. Uh... Did you win your bet? No, I think what I did. I did Swans. Win? I did Swans win. It's Swans win. Um... You don't want to do that. You want to do both teams to score for the Swans at the moment. Bet yeah, I know. For everyone bet it for everyone. Both teams to score for Swansea is the bet, right? Because other than the Watford game, because Watford didn't score, I think that's the only game in the last. Eight matches, that bet wouldn't have come in. Yeah, 
Or then if you say if you're thinking it's a risk, over one point five is pretty much a guarantee, and over two point five is about seventy five percent chance. Yeah. I think that's what so, I did in my bet though. I did over one point five. Here's here's your bet tips for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I did over one point five. Lately, that's for sure. Yeah, that's the well, this this is another problem as well. I think the back the back three, four, five, whatever it is, I think there's a lot of mistakes creeping in. Seems to be a lot of like, you know, disjointed at the moment. Still not a set back three, is it? Not consistently selection every week. No. You know. And uh, Latterboard, yeah. I didn't really say anything more on that. I think we think we've covered that quite a lot. But that's still an issue. Well they for did me. put a bid in for some guy from Exeter City, didn't they? Right back, Josh Key got rejected. Yeah, not like we've needed a right back since the summer. With now two days left January. of the window. Yeah. yeah. Two days left of the window. Yeah, but um I mean I heard they offered him fifty P in a packet of crisps. Walker salt and vinegar, I thought, but they wanted prawn cocktails. So, <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Um, I mean, this guy was worth someone bid for him more than one million in June 2021, and that got rejected. So, I'm not convinced we're going to get him. No, not especially with the bid. not especially with the way that the Oberfemi uh, yeah. transfer has gone through. But we'll come on to that later. Yeah. So anyway, Jamal Lowe scored. Um, good finish from him, but he should not have had the time or space to like to do that. Really, no. A bit of bad defending from Cabango from ball into the box falls to Jamal Lowe's feet, and then Darlin should do better, I think, to stop the shot coming in. Yeah, I just, I mean, that's that's a theme as well. It's just like we just seem so disjointed sometimes when teams run at us. There's always a mistake in us. There's always like. I remember the Coventry game um, before, or was it just after or just before Christmas? I remember we drew three holes and we come back. But that, that first um, like 50 minutes, that back three were absolutely all over the place. Christmas. Yeah, that back three were absolutely all over the place, like everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. And then it just seems to have been a bit of a recurring theme since then. Like you said, both teams have scored. We never keep clean sheets. No. And with the amount of possession we have as well, it's just like that's why we need possession because it just seems like when teams get the ball <laughs> of us and start running at our back three, we're all over the shop. Is it time for Norton to come back into centre back? <laughs> He's had a bit of a rest. Maybe. Maybe. So, yeah, we need to move on, though, don't you? Like the reason he got pulled out is because I think age is catching up to him more than his ability. But it but it made sense again on that video with Russell Martin. It made sense because he played Norton middle centre back a lot. And Flynn's Downs, Flynn Downs's role was to sit with him and win the aerial battles because obviously Norton's not very tall. Yeah. So they would sort of double up on a taller striker like Kiefer Moore, for example, um, and that worked really well. So obviously that's a little bit different. I know like Fulton's come in, but maybe obviously does a little bit of a different role. Like Downs was very very deep, wasn't he, when he played? So it's just like little things like like that have just not worked out this season. For whatever reason, like I think, just not replacing players. Um, yeah, yeah. I just think that's that's part of it. But the, whatever the defense, it's just it's not it's not good enough for the moment. In our team right now, who actually is left? I got brought in in the summer. Is it just Wood and Darling and Allen? Yeah. 
because obviously all the loans are basically gone, and they Candle was on the bench. He's the and Sorinola was oh, on the bench. Sorinola, yeah, he was on the bench. But he's Kendall. like the fact that they're there and not challenging the first team is a problem. I know, I know they brought in to do a certain job, but they have they haven't been good enough to get a place and stay in the first team. So they haven't made us better. Bear in mind, Sorinola specifically. I understand Candle a bit more because he's probably up against some good competition in his role. And Ollie yeah. Cooper's coming through as has been, you know, one of the highlights of the season. But um Sorinola can't can't challenge right back against the centre back Latabodia, who wasn't even hardly playing last year for us until the end yeah. of the season. Like Yeah, as it doesn't say a lot, does it? Well, the same with um Stevens from Brentford, wasn't it? If yeah, he couldn't get like, a look in a right back, like what's going on there? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So like they have not made us stronger, really. Ogo Flex, bit of pace, but I know everyone loved his, his little bit of pace and trickery, but he obviously wasn't shown enough. Yeah. I don't think he registered an assist while he was here. I don't know. It felt like he didn't really get a good run enough in the he team, but then... He probably, he probably didn't, but Martin said something about his attitude, didn't he? So then... Yeah, well, obviously what goes on behind the scenes, we we don't know, but if it, if that's the case, then... Well, yeah, I think I just... Then you can't you can't argue with that, but yeah, like the lone <laughs> players have not worked this season. Anyway, yeah. So Jamal Lowe, um, he scores. We will finish this game. Uh, <laughs> the main key event that happens after that, I think, is perhaps another talking point. So Bender has done something to his knee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jump, jump to sort of save a ball. I was just tipping over the crossbar. I don't think he actually saves it. And as he lands, he jars his knee basically. So he's got a, he's looking on a bit of a time out now. Obviously, yeah. Fisher had to step in. Um, who goes on the bench now? Then who's the third choice keeper? Uh, is it? I, there I has read been the... some games early in the season where we had someone. Did I read that they recalled? Um, was it Lewis Webb from their from his loan? I think I don't know if that's true. Have to double check that, but I'm. Sure, they recalled someone. Um, let's have a look. Otherwise, we've got another goalkeeper. I think it's Archie, is it? The young goalkeeper. Ah, so there'll be there'll be Archer. Archie. There'll be Archer. yeah, there'll, there'll be a young uh, goalkeeper on the bench. Yeah, yeah. No, I know there'll be someone from the youth. I was just curious who that is. Unless, well, I just, it's not going to happen. But unless they could, they go out and get like. Um, Someone like Hamer back on loan. Hamer. <laughs> don't think he's going to want to come back, is he? No. Archie Matthews, is it? Yeah, I think so. He's been on the bench earlier in the season. There we go. Uh, against Oxford. Um, What's our first game this year? Rotherham? Rotherham, yeah. A bender was there then. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Archie Matthews was on the bench for Oxford, so maybe it'd be him that comes in. There we go. Big miss though, because I think Bender's since he's come back into the team, I think uh, I think he's done really well. I think he had a, like people slitting him because he had he did have a bit of a like he made a mistake against Burnley, didn't he? And it was the <clears> game <throat> after that, maybe the Bristol City game in the cup, maybe could have done better. And he started having a bit of criticism, but but apart from that, I think he's been. He's been brilliant since he came back in. So I think it's a big miss. It's been solid, yeah. 
Yeah. And he is only 24 for a goalkeeper that's quite young. Yeah. He's made some unbelievable saves. There was one against Bristol City where he saves it from point blank. He makes himself massive and he's making a brilliant save. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, I think he's been excellent since. And like, remember when he first, when he started last season, when Martin first came in and he was just like absolutely all over the place and like he was just like rushing out like a sweeper keeper and doing yeah yeah and trying to take strikers that, on and, yeah. the nerves and excitement of yeah. perhaps like Martin's new style he's getting a couple of these yeah. like mess we need to we wanted to be sweeper keeper and play this pass in football and that's kind of like maybe he understands it a bit more this time round oh yeah now that he's come back in he's been yeah he's been great that loner Peterborough whatever it was has done him good definitely as well I'm glad we managed to keep hold of him now because he was literally he's going to go wasn't he he was gone when he yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't pay the fee. So, and yeah. then he was back starting for us, mad. So Fisher comes back in now, I guess. With the... Yeah, so Fisher, Fisher will be in the goal for a couple of weeks, I'd imagine. When, when, well, I guess he's got the opportunity to show that he should stay there. We'll see. Yeah, so that was the goalkeepers, think... isn't it? That's that's what they're waiting for, and then send them to to stay. The problem is, I think his his confidence is rock bottom. He came on in the QPR game and dropped a massive clanger, didn't he? Um, where he passes it to the striker, basically, and he probably should have scored to make it two 0 which would have wrapped up the game. Yeah, but, but really. people are already but people are already slating him, and his confidence is probably rock bottom at the moment. Anyway, like don't forget, like going back like a year ago, he was, you know, amazing, wasn't he? You know, he was in the, he was played most well all the last season, didn't he? And he was, he was brilliant, and you know, we beat Cardiff twice, and he was getting all yeah. the praises, and you know, so that player is still in there. Let's not. Let's not jump on him yet. He's also young as well, to be fair. Yeah. Like, it's a learning for all of them. He's 24. They're both the same age. 24. So, yeah, let's just support him. We've, you know, Woodman was the same. He was class, yeah. and then he'd have some clangers, and he got all the stick. But you're in championship for a reason at the end of the day. If he, go, if he goes in. Goalkeepers, Flappy Anski, remember him? Yeah. He had that name for a reason, and he was quality yeah. for us, so... Yeah, let's see what happens. If he goes in and he's and he's awful, then you can criticise him. But let's, uh, let's see what he's yeah, going Yeah, call out the mistakes, isn't it? But got to learn from him, that's all. Can't got to yeah. give him that opportunity to learn from him. Can't just well, that's it. You're done. It's not. We haven't got a we haven't got a choice anyway because no, they're done. not bringing anybody in. <laughs> well, they might. They usually sign a goalkeeper, don't they? So yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we obviously drew the game in the end one all. So Jay Felton did score. Uh, assisted by Kendall. It was good for him. It was a good little run. On, I think it was a 1-2 out wide, maybe with a man in, and then runs in across the box, plays a square on the outside of the box, and um, Felton placed it to the bottom right corner. Good finish. Yeah. Good from Fulton. No fairness yeah. to him. I think it's another one you need to mention this season, because it looked like he was out of the team completely, wasn't it, at one point? Uh, good mentality to work his way back in, where he basically had a season of being a bit part player, if that. Yeah, he's stuck around. He's been like, oh, he's our longest serving player now, is he? Probably him and Grimes. <clears throat> um, yeah, Felton is the longest. Um, I, th- I think he was signed before Grimes. And he was signed at the... Oh, was it either Loudrop or Monk? Might have been right at the Can't start remember. of Monk. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we definitely had him in when uh, he was a Scottish pillow. <laughs> yeah. But um, and, uh, I think yeah, if you think back to when like he got sent off in the playoff final and like he was 
like just murdered by everyone for being awful and then some of the games then he got absolutely slated for some of the games and now he's like Still now he's showing what he can bullshit, do I'm not gonna lie. I was, it was unlucky when he slipped didn't he? it's a red card because of the contact that's made but slips he? he like I've never seen a more unlucky yeah it looked so much worse in real time when you see the replay and you're like oh he's literally slipped right he's slipped gone on his ass and because of the action <laughs> of doing that absolutely smashed someone yeah which you've got to send him off for but like it's not like I don't know you can't be an angry at it can you no, when you when you watch that replay, you yeah, feel bad for it. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have changed that game anyway. <laughs> We're well beaten anyway. Between no that should have been four that outrageous uh, volley from Tony. Oh yeah, that. yeah. That um, but credit to Fulton for coming back. He's another one. Like obviously Bender was out and came back in. Looked like Fulton was going to be going at some point because he wasn't yeah, in, and he now he's that, like he had a little stick staple. last year, didn't he? That thread on Twitter. Every time Fulton comes on, we lose the game. <laughs> you, still, you still haven't got over that, have you? <laughs> you still haven't got over that. I've just never seen something more outrageous in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, ah, oh, just it's a joke, isn't it? Honestly, some the things some people spend the time and invest time in on Twitter just to prove their point, which is something you can't even prove, like. Something that's a complete joke. Like, what, what are you on about? Honestly, what are you on about? Do you actually know anything? I'm yeah. not saying I well, know everything about football, but when you see something like that, you're like, mate. No, nah, I think Fulton, you better stop watching. Go watch some snooker. <laughs> I think, and I think I like Fulton for the record. Yeah, I think uh, I think Fulton would slot into uh, a lot of championship sides as well. I think he's a, uh, I think he's good enough. Just a grafter, he? he's just a grafter yeah. at this level. Sometimes you just need grafters. Yeah. yeah, like people who work hard, you can go up. That's how we went up the first time. It's the way, yeah. And you think it's? I think it's harder to come by those players now who are grafting. And not after did, the catch. There are not many of them players left. I don't think the players that are going to make the difference for us right now in terms of like being a threat going forward, all are mercenaries. So, yeah, exactly. It seems. Yeah. And there's obviously a couple of them still in the team. We've got Ollie Cooper, Peru, but like. The full package of what you can offer as a attacking package, half of it <clears throat> just wants money. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, here's what it is. So that was the game. We did have another goal, but it was disallowed. Peru, a little bit annoying because I feel like he could have made more of an effort to come back on side. He runs in and it's like just squares a ball across the box for Cham to tap it in. Maybe it wouldn't have been a goal if he had not been so, you know, that little bit offside. Who knows, isn't it? But oh, it's just frustrating because there was one defender, like, pretty much up there on his own to play yeah. him onside, and he still couldn't get onside. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know. I like what we've said this before as well. Like, Perot has not been, uh, not been the same this season, as he? Not the heights he was last year. Especially when you watch him play, you can see he just hasn't got that, like, I don't know. He had that. He had that, people on and that as much as he either. He had that swagger about him last year, didn't he? Where you think like, well, he's a top striker. This guy. He had that edge, didn't he? And he was like, he just seemed to have it. Yeah. And then, like this, we year, are being, we are maybe being a little bit harsh though, because we're judging him against what was it last season? Twenty what goals? Twenty three, twenty five, something like that. I can't remember. Um, actually, I can check right now. It was. Oh, yeah, sorry, but he's 22. got twenty-two last year. Nine. He's got nine. Yeah, this year, which means he's likely to get into double figures. Yeah, 
maybe he's on course for about 15 and it's only seven less. Which, yeah, I think, but you know, I know, yeah, I know, but you watch him play sometimes. Yeah, and he's not I, in the he game. He doesn't look like you can tell the confidence is there 100%. But I think the thing is, he's still a good finisher. That's true, he's still a great finisher. So if yeah. he gets it, but it just doesn't seem to get whether it's the service or whether it's him not making the same runs or having the same interest no, like what it last is. season. Got a year. Patterson had nine assists last season. Yeah, that's a big fact. He hasn't had any this season. Yeah. And I think their relationship, I think most of Patterson's assists probably were for Peru. Yeah. And then Peru had six himself, which were probably for Patterson. So again, it's this, you know, you know the the Oberfermi and the Patterson situation, which is again yeah. costing us on the pitch. And I think, but well, well, even Oberfermi last year, the back the back end of last season, I literally you would have said if we carried that into this season, we'd have been top six contenders. The way that Perot and Oberfermi were linking up at the end of the season, like again the Cardiff game in in the the first part of the Reading game away when we went up, they were unplayable, and then obviously we threw the we threw that away. But in terms of going forward. Yeah. Those two together and Patterson were ridiculous. And if they could have kept that up into this season, it'd be a different ball game. Yeah, and to just reaffirm as well, um I forgot we had Corey Smith here last year. You could yeah, you probably be quite useful if we had kept him now, to be honest. Yeah. I understood why we let him go, but I feel like could have used him now, especially after Down's gone and and Walsh being injured and all that. Anyway, um so, yeah, last season, right? as much as I love Mac Rimes, yeah, this is what I was going to say, as much as I love Mac Rimes, I think he's an outstanding player, does a fantastic job. Two assists last season's fine. Do you know what? I don't think his job is necessary to be that person, getting the assists. Probably you spoke about in that coaching thing you were on about where his role is a lot more than that. It's for the other guys, you know, the wing backs and guys. So much off the ball. Yeah, that's more their job is getting the assists. This season, he's a top assister with six. Then you've got Ryan Manning with four. So, like, the one wing-back who is actually a wing-back is chipping in. Then it's Latavodia, the one who's trying to be a wing-back with two. So, like, okay, fair, he's doing a good effort. But if that's your primary source of creation, you've got more than two by January, didn't you? End of January, halfway through the season, more than halfway. Yeah. And then you've got, like, Chan with two and Candle with two. They don't even start half the time. And yeah. you wouldn't want them to either. Uh, they're usually getting these because they're coming on trying to change a game, let's be honest. Soranola with two. You know, he's on par with the centre back who's playing right back, so it says it all. And then they go going down to one. You've got Callan, Cooper, Norton, Wood, Oberfemi. Cooper's been amazing, but it just says yeah. the difference what we are missing from last year is I don't even think it's the clinical edge of this the, the scoring. It's like that final ball is not good enough. Yeah, yeah, he's spot on there. He's spot on. Where you had a Patterson unlocking a defence last yeah. year, you had an Oberfemi running behind and Perot finding him or, or vice versa. And Grimes this year is getting these assists quite often from a little bit deeper with a nice good ball, yeah? Yeah. Or if he's pushed up a little bit, he's finding someone, whatever. But um, it shows how instrumental he is, how much he, and he can do it when it's needed. Because you know, other, other, you, I guess last year he wasn't necessarily needing to do that because the guys ahead of him were always in a better place and they're going to play a better ball maybe but um we just seem to be missing that a little bit yeah shame but we'll see what happens let's talk about transfers now so we've we've done the game 
So there's nothing good to talk about, unfortunately. <laughs> um, nothing that's going to help anything we've just said, which is what we really need. Wing backs, like you said, he's talking about Christine Wolf in this masterclass thing. So wing backs and attackers generally. I say I I want a little bit of pace, but um, someone that's going to challenge Perot. No, Femi's gone, and someone else is going to do a similar job to what Patterson's doing. Yeah, and someone with a little bit of pace, but I'm being greedy because you're not going to get all that. But um, <clears throat> so I guess you could use Cullen as the alternate striker if you're going to replace the other options I just yeah. said. But um, anyway, yeah. Oberfemi is the is the main talking point. So he has now officially gone, but it's not, in my opinion, it's not good the way this has gone in the end. You're on the 29th of January today when we we're recording. We knew this was happening all weekend I think but it's been confirmed this morning um, that he has gone to Burnley on loan but it's not even like I don't know the, the fees, obviously you'll probably find them reported somewhere whether they're accurate or not they're not on the Swans website um, but what it does say is that he's gone to Burnley on a loan deal with an option to buy in the summer that word option is concerning to me, that's horrific. That what happens horrific. if they don't want him? Oh, he's got attitude. Do you know what? I'm not spending the money on him. Exactly. Well, how can he come back now? Like, I just don't. You haven't got that's anything awful. for him. How do we replace him now? Like, it's just his wages, if anything. They probably maybe is a loan fee. They might be paying a little bit, like for the duration. You know, a little bit of money there. Um, but what we actually need to rebuild the squad, all these things we've mentioned, need more than just a player's wages off the books and a little bit of a loan fee on the 20th and 9th of January. We're not going to get anyone in. We're going to get someone on loan and it's going to be a 50-50. Are they going to be a hit or miss like the ones that haven't worked in the last year? Yeah. But that that's that's all we can do now with this deal. I think it's, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. We've been shafted again <laughs> in a way because... All we can do is bring in a loan player. We can't. We can't spend. We can't bring. We can't spend that money because it's not been spent, and we don't even know if it is going to be um, brought in no. in the summer. I don't know whether it's written that if they do go up, they have to buy him, or but an option says that obviously they have an option. So I mean, they're going to go up, and they. So my yeah. argument would be, if they go up, they're probably not even going to want him. They probably will. Yeah. Well, we're seeing it. Who's, do they, they want him? Would you have him in the Premiership? Yeah, exactly. Did, would you have him in the Premiership? But... They just signed another striker as well. If this other striker like smashes it, and he doesn't, yeah, why, I, do, you I, to, why do you want to buy him then? I, I part of part of this as well, though. And honest, what we've been talking about is, I think that this this whole situation, right? Oberfemi, Patterson, and somewhat witty. Oh dear. <laughs> Did that go off then? Why did yeah. that cut me off? I don't know. We're black screen and everything. Cut me off in mid flow then. Because um, it was just, oh, it was it was the Yanks. They were the year team. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I can't remember. I, I can't remember how far I got. But those three right, players, Oberfemi. Yeah, Oberfemi, Patterson, and I guess a little bit of Whitaker as well. I think those three situations have completely derailed what we were trying to do on the pitch. I think it's having a massive effect on the squad as well now. But I think also that's derailed clear. any transfer plans Russell Martin might have had exactly. October, November, exactly. December, right? This is why I need to exactly. build my squad. Now it's like, 
shit, this is what I need to like get my squad back to where it was. And that, exactly, and this is why I I hold maybe not so much where to go. We can argue either way, but Oberfemi and Pants and those two individuals are derailing a, a, a season for a team. For Pats like just, this last year as well, just being in and out. Like, yeah, today I fancy it. Today I don't fancy it. Yeah, I want to go. Or oh, I'm back in and I'm and I'm playing well, like you said. And I think the club might have been forced. The, the their hand might have been forced that they probably couldn't convince Burnley to buy him now because of his attitude problem. Um, but then Obafemi's shouting from the rooftops like he has to go. So the only way that they could actually get rid of him and sort of the situation was to put him on loan for the rest of the season. Yeah, and I guess it's easy for us to sit here and say we should have sold him for that bigger fee in the summer. But I think the intention, you know, they were playing hardball and keeping the top player and wanted to use him. So like, how do you, you can't win, can you? You just can't win. I am so annoyed. Then it's like, well, why are we selling our top players? So, but this is just this is a wider thing now. Like these like players can actually have this power now, and I think you're just seeing it more and more because you've got Anthony Gordon. Like that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Anthony Gordon refusing to train, and somewhat like I don't know if the rumors were true, but I I'm sure I read somewhere that Russell Martin said that Whitaker texted him to say that he wasn't in the right frame of mind. I don't know whether that was mind games or whatever to try and get Rangers to pay a bit more, but. If that is true, then I just can't get my head around these players. And these players are the future of the game. They're just going to get this more and more. These are all young players. Whitaker, Oberfemi, Anthony Gordon. I don't understand Whitaker's point of view here. I honestly don't get it. I know people are going to cry from the rooftops about what I'm going to say because they love him. And they always been treated like shit, this, that, the other. No, he hasn't. He is not. He's not been treated any different to Ollie Cooper or Liam Cullen. And they're in the team. They recalled yeah. him when he started playing well. And they would would have used him, and he's saying no. How is that? Th- yeah, because Rangers are interested now, right? Whatever. He's had a good season, but he's our player. We sent him out there to go and get some experience. He's got that now. He's done well. Okay, he can be useful to us. He wasn't good for us before. You can say whatever you want, but he wasn't. He was not bad, no, he but he didn't do anything special. And he wasn't going to get in the team over other players. So what do you do? You send him on loan to go and get that experience. It happens to every young player. He's only like twenty two, isn't he? Yeah. So, like, what's what's the issue? What is the issue? I don't know. I I was concerned that they recalled him just to sell him because I don't think that is the case now. But look at it, just to desperately try, just to desperately try and recuperate funds for this transfer window because of like the Oberfemi and Patson situation. I think they needed to try and yeah. sell players I to think, bring I some in. I really think they recalled Whitaker knowing Oberfemi and Patterson were kicking up a fuss. Right, they are two direct comp- competition for him. And Whitaker's playing well, and he is our player. So, like, okay, we do need to replace uh, Oberfemi and Patterson, right? They're done, regardless whether they're gone or not. They're done. So, hang on, we got him here. We don't actually have to pay for Whitaker. Let's recall him and reintegrate him into the team. He's done what we sent him on loan for. I'm sure there was a conversation when he went to Plymouth. Right, you're not going to get that much game time with Swansea this season. These guys are interested in you. Would you like to go? Obviously, you know, you'd be in my future plans if you can show that you should be. I guess. And he have. He's done really well. So, like, he's kicking up a fuss now because we recalled him. Like, it's always on the cards. If you're a lone player, like, it's always on the cards. You know, Morgan Gibbs wiped for us, yeah? Um, Connor Gallagher, when he went from Charlton to us, whatever. That happens to lone players. Like, they get recalled. Stuff happens. But now he's kicking up a fuss because we've recalled it. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Oh, and then Rangers are interested. So now he's trying to force through that move. <clears throat> 
I just don't get and it. Te- texting the manager, I'm not in the right frame of mind. But I don't get the fan base who's just like crying about the way he's been treated. How has he been treated poorly? Like he he just hasn't been played by the manager as much as you want him to be played. But you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. I've never seen him as a player that's going to change our game. He's now shown he could be that when he's on Plymouth, on loan at Plymouth. We didn't send him on loan at Plymouth, and he's sitting on our bench or playing with our under-23s. You would not think he's good because you don't see him. That's the whole point of going on loan. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. How did Ollie Cooper become this player? <clears throat> yeah. Because he went, on, he went on loan to Newport and he smashed it. And now he's got himself into the team and he's smashing it. So Whitaker should have come back after having a good spell because he wasn't amazing when he was on loan last year. He did okay. Same as Cullen, he did okay. Just turns out one of them stayed, one of them went. It might have been the other way around if someone came in for Cullen. Yeah, probably. Just happens yeah. to be that Whitaker was the one that someone wanted. Um He's done really well, so he should like like Ollie Cooper has come back now and apply himself to do that here at a higher level, and then maybe in the summer or or whatever, maybe someone wants him. Like someone wants him now, so probably. Like, yeah, oh, just just irritates me. Why it's not Martin's fault at all? I don't think. No, it's not. Got no. The player kicking off like I don't want to play. He came out in his press conference and was like, "Yeah, he's going to be in the squad. I want him in my squad." Everyone's like, "Oh, we brought him back just to sell him." Martin's literally there, like. Yeah, he's going to be in the squad this week. That's not the case at all. And then Whitaker, literally, like on the same day, decides to be like, "No, I'm not playing." Yeah, why stick enough for the player? Just saying. No, I, I think I think you're 100 yeah. right, and that's what I was touching on. I think these those three players in particular have, uh, and the club needs to be protected from this in the future. That three three players behaving in the way that they do has ruined our season. Yeah. Just for the record, and it's a fair, like you said, it's a Derby before we bought him. He didn't do anything, and everyone was like, "Why are we spending this money on this kid from Derby? who's like fourth choice striker. It was rubbish." That's yeah, what yeah. the narrative was when Steve Cooper signed him. Yeah, and then people thought he was the second coming of Messi. Then because he scored for some a reason hat trick against Plymouth Argyle. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I I don't know, but I I, I think like uh, more so, I was getting frustrated with. Russell Martin for a while with tactically, but I think like more so in this transfer window, they've absolutely shafted us, these players, and I want them gone. I just they need to go. There's these bad eggs in the club. And I just think, how can this be allowed to happen? And it's gonna happen further. We said like Anthony Gordon, all these are young players. How are they getting away with this? The first thing they do it's agents, isn't it? It's these the, the yeah, but the first thing, agents. Yeah, but the first thing that they always do, they delete all their pictures on Instagram. Oh, oh my god, they deleted all this one stuff on Instagram. Oh my god, wow, oh my god, you're so brave. <laughs> It's the template, though, isn't it? It's the template. How yeah, you delete your stuff. How do you get your name out there? The news articles come in because that's what it all generates. They're like delete, drama, yeah, deleting, deleting your stuff on Instagram. Then like refusing to play. I'm not in the right frame of mind. I'm not in the right frame of mind. I'm going to use that one. I am in the right frame work, of mind. Yeah, go to work tomorrow. Well. Yeah. How can you relate to these players when you go like? We travel around as much as we can. Like I try to go to home games. I've got a season ticket. I live quite far away, so it's quite hard for me to get to games sometimes. I'm not asking for a medal. But when you're watching these players then getting paid by the club and like, oh, I don't fancy it today. I want to move. Just like I can't I can't deal with it anymore. I literally cannot deal with it. Look us in the eye, come out in the press and say, I don't want to be here. Don't hide I seen Oba Fair, me and Cardiff shopping, didn't I? Yeah, I told you, you should have gone ask him. The day, the day after the QPR game, I saw him shopping in Cardiff, and I was literally like, I, I like, I was just like, not starstruck or anything. I was just like, I, I can't stand you. 
as you say, you're just swanning about here with about 25 shopping bags, picking up your paycheck after we'd just been to QPR away the day before and you're just not turning up because you want to move somewhere else. Just like, I fucking, I can't relate to this at all. No. It's a... <clears throat> and I know they're, I know they're, I know they're humans. We're not going like, to go to somebody in the street and start slating them like in their private life. But in terms of their job, like I couldn't get away with that in work. I couldn't get away I'm... with that. No one else could. I would rather if they just came out and was honest about it, you know, like... So would I. Look me in the face. Like, not, like, me in particular. But just come out and say, like, look, I want to move to Burnley. Yeah, okay. I was gutted I didn't move in the summer. I wanted to move. Well, if you just said that in the summer, we could have not been here right now. Just fucking deleting stuff on Instagram and then just not playing. And then Whitaker's texting his boss, by all accounts, to say he's done fancy it today. But I was as a club then buy-in. Why do you think I want to buy that, that player? I think it's just the way football. I think it's just the way football is going. There are probably a lot, a lot of players that are the same. But I think in particular we've just had it at the moment where, and I just yeah, I just don't mind you know because they are derailing our season. Because like you said, Russell Martin can't make any transfer plans, and I think that's coming out in his press conferences because he's just saying now he's just like, I don't even think he can be bothered to talk about it. He just keeps saying. You know, it's unlikely that we bring anybody in. Let's just get on with it. Because he can't do anything until these yeah. get off the books. And we missed out and on think... that. Uh, Gerhardt, who's gone to Sunderland, probably because of this. So. Yeah, because Oberfemis was still knocking about, and they, you know, you can't really put the deal in until he's gone. I Plus, don't know. Did he even get enough from him going to to cover it? Yeah, it's a, like, it's yeah, a shame in a way. Though. All his wages, you know, he doesn't even know do so. <clears throat> and it's, it's it's even more frustrating because if you think how good Obafemi has been when he has played well, you think like he's a great player and like he scored, like he done the double over Cardiff. He did that amazing game in in Cardiff away last year. I just think you're all hold the hallmarks of a great career. Even if he carried on and played well for like another two seasons, and then somebody came in and he went, you think yeah, fair enough. He's done he's done great. But now like. I have no like good feeling towards him at all now. Yeah, whatever he's done, what, it's going to be tr- tricky for him to break in at Burnley. I think they've already top goal scorers in the league. Like, yeah, he's got to hit the ground running. Um, Ian Mitchell and Moore is reporting that they have option to buy, but structure of the deal effectively guarantees the move will be made permanent in the summer. But there's no like detail on what that means. Yeah. Maybe it is like a promotion thing, but yeah, and and again on a, I guess on a wider scale, like I guess you could bounce this back to the last like five or six transfer windows. We've come on and done the videos for a couple of years now, and we and every transfer window we're worse off at the end. The squad just keeps diluting and diluting and diluting, and we rely on managers like Russell Martin to to do well in the Jeez. situation. He's doing the job with his hands tied behind his back constantly. Yeah, you think you can only one, play, but then another one like you gets tied back there. Um, I've got a picture up of uh, Opa Fabi in his shirt, his new his new shirt. Trying to see if there's any extra information. Apparently, yeah, the Wales Online report and it's understood as virtually certain that he would be made permanent in the summer, but. I don't know what the details are. Um, doesn't help if, us now, does it? 
if he is made permanent in the summer, it's expected to be worth up to four million. But that doesn't help us now, does it? No, it doesn't. Like, in the in the mean, like, how can you plan? Oberfemi, I, don't know, I guess you can plan for the summer, but following the switch to turf more, Oberfemi stated he was determined to get his switch to Lang. Lancashire after being unable to join in the summer. I'm glad to be here. It's been a busy few days, but I am just glad that it's finally done now. When I first heard of Burnley's interest in the summer, I was adamant to come here. Obviously, it didn't happen then, but now I'm here and I just can't wait to play in the claret and blue. 15 goals and 52 appearances for Swansea. Yeah, 15 goals and 52 appearances and three uh, strops. <laughs> yeah. I give it a year now, and he'd be happy to join some some team playing in blue and white. <laughs> yeah, Cardiff probably. There we Let's go. See. Hopefully, that's the last we see of him. I guess. Um, yeah. Just looking so. at Twitter, all like all of the comments. Right to sell. Oberfemi has been a brat. Fears poor based on ability, but understandable with the circumstances. Shame how it ended. Such a good trajectory on course to get 20 goals and a bigger move next summer. With 12 months on deal, but Burnley is still good and guaranteed Premier League. Pay him more probably. Oh well. There we go. Literally, it's all over Twitter. I won't say any more on that now. Just I don't know what's so, happened with Patterson. I don't think he's yeah, going. I was going to say he? Patterson. Like it's just gone quiet and it probably a deadline day thing. He's Hope on two he's stops now as well. Con- <laughs> Hope he's turning his content comments off on Instagram. Oh, it's on just, just just stuff the Instagram stuff. Like I don't care. You're that bothered about it then? Maybe you shouldn't have like made all the Swans fans feel like you were going to stay. You just come out in a press conference and said. I wanted to come in the summer, didn't happen, now I'm happy I'm you. And then you're scoring against West Brom, tapping a badge and doing a little dance like. Just don't do it. Just score and go back to the play. Yeah. Um, oh. Luton have also made an approach for Josh Key from Exeter. Oh, he's out of, sorry, he's out of contract in the summer, this guy is, that we're looking at from Luton. Uh, not Luton, oh, right, Mecca, okay. So um, we can't do it because we're in the same country. But the rule is obviously with the Bosman or whatever it's called, six months before the end of your contract. So if you run out in the summer from now, cl- like um, other countries, clubs can already negotiate a contract, free transfer. We are not allowed. So that's why we got to pay now still. Apparently, yeah. he's got multiple offers from overseas clubs. So it's probably trying to get him on the cheap, and they because um, if his contract run out in the summer, but our fee's still been rejected so far. Good to get right back. Yeah, massive. Even if we don't replace Oberfemi, I think it's progress. If we can get a permanent right back in, that's going to actually do a decent job, you know. I think so. We've been unlucky because I think like we've had. I know people keep people keep throwing out the stat that we haven't signed the right back since Norton in whatever it was, 2015, I don't know, I'm guessing, I can't remember. But then but that's why, because we signed Kyle Norton has been good since then, so we haven't needed to sign another one. Yeah, and but in we that signed time him while we had Rangel. Yeah, exactly. So we signed him while we had Rangel, and then Connor Roberts breaks through. So we haven't needed to sign a right back until the last like two seasons. 
So it's a, yeah, bit, of a, it's a bit of a stupid start, really, but we do desperately need a right-back now. When we got relegated, we had Roberts and Norton, didn't we? So yeah, that's a good perfect. pair of right-backs for the Championship. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's only since Norton got converted to a centre-back at pretty much the same time Roberts has gone. Yeah, the, pro- the problem is, like, when Conor Roberts got sold to Burnley, we've never, we've never brought in another one, really. Yeah, but that's when we converted Norton as well, isn't it? Or just before? Yeah. Yeah. So, just two things happened at the same time, and then we're short all of a sudden. Yeah, and I don't anticipate that we'll do anything major in this window. Um, with two days left, maybe Patson might go on deadline day if interest comes in again. Otherwise, how do you integrate him back into the team? Um, how do you integrate Whitaker back in now as well? Well, I, I think Whitaker needs to go. I think if they've offered two million, which is what's been reported, I'd be taking it. And then we need to build again. We need to start again, like we do They're all the time. Todd Cantwell, are they Rangers already? Are they? It's a good sign. Mm. I'm just having a look to see if I saw that they were looking at. Um... They were looking up up in the bid for Whitaker, but I don't know what. Do we do we want to integrate these players back in the team though? Oh, we don't have a choice, do we? If if they're still here, well, I think Whitaker. How many other still here, I feel like you're going to have to try, but a Patterson, for as far as I'm concerned, just leave him on holiday. Yeah, I'm not happy about the Whitaker stuff, but I just like. What, we're only one in. Who would you bring in if, like, Perot or Cullen gets injured or both of them? Yeah, Congreve and Josh Thomas, is there? Who's never played first team game? Yeah, I don't know. So, and it's not after the questions for an injury, you know, like, we're short. We are short. We, we are an injury away from being screwed in certain yeah. positions. Yeah, yeah. Like Touchwood, like is probably the best. Yeah, Touchwood, to like injury. yeah, but Touchwood for the love of God, if like Grimes gets injured and Perot, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What, what do we do? All right, so the last things to perhaps touch on. <clears throat> um, I say touch on because it's just talk. Yeah, there's nothing concrete. Maybe we'll have some action in the next two days. Now going into the end. Um, there is a chance that something happens. Ashley Barnes and Cornick from Luton Town are the two names that are being linked now. <laughs> Ashley Barnes from Burnley, yeah? Yeah. Do you reckon maybe that's part of the discussions with this Oberfermi deal? Yeah, I think so. Way? I think so, but um, it's really not what we need, is it? He's not part of the deal, clearly, because I've been announced at the same time. Yeah, but like I think Ash, like Ashley Barnes has been a good player for Burnley. Um, you know, he gets goals, but again, you listen to that Russell Martin thing. He he, Where he wants pace is the nines or the middle to drag defenders around. That's the kind of, that's what the play's hoping for. And it allows then like Cooper or, or if Patterson was there to go into the space. Yeah. Now, like we haven't got that at the moment. Like uh, Perot is not has not ever been blessed with pace, has he really? And Cullen, it's not. You know, he hasn't got. He's he, you know he's quite sharp, like sort of in close tight areas, but not like I think I don't think he's that fast. 
like one on one with someone. We're desperate for a bit of pace up front. Yeah, I think they're both just names that have maybe they're both available, and that's where we are. We just need cover. Yeah, I get you right. You, at this point, we probably just need bodies desperately, just like we said, it's in case we get injuries. Fit in necessarily to what the ideal. Yeah, no, you are right. It's a, it's, a, it's a patch job, isn't it? Just because, yeah. like, like we said, like these players are forcing our hands, and we just need cover for the rest of the season. Yeah, can't do any long-term planning. Exactly. You got anything else to add to any of that that you want to say before we call it? No, I've uh, I've depressed myself now. The transfer window is going to be awful. Um, let's just get rid of this season again. It's another it's another season to write off. I think. Yeah. Unless they pull out something ridiculous out of the bag in the last two days, but maybe maybe David and Gog will come back on loan. Schechter. Check the back on loan. Get get the band back together. Yeah, why not? We get T and Dali in right back. T and Dali in right back. Gentlemen. <laughs> Bessoni might do a job as well. Yeah, get him. We need we need full back, so we'll have um we'll have T and Dali back in for sure. He'll do a job. Yeah. Check the up top. Maybe he'd score in a championship. Oh, he did score against Wigan. Yeah. <laughs> Class. Okay. Anyway. That's been another podcast. So thank you everyone who came along and listened this far. Obviously, we really appreciate <laughs> it was, everyone. It wasn't a very upbeat one, really, was it? No, it got, it got more downbeat as we went on. So yeah, still, well, that's <laughs> fair play. Appreciate it. But that is where we are at the moment, isn't it? We can't lie. So, it is. Um, yeah, no, that is where we are. We can't lie about it. It's just see what happens now. Hopefully, next week's one will be better because we'll have some new faces to talk about. If we don't, well, there's no other chance, is there? Next time you see us on the podcast, it either has happened or we haven't got half a team. So we'll see where we are next week. In this. So hopefully it'll be smiley faces. But um, yeah, cheers for joining us as always. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a comment underneath about your thoughts on the situation in the transfer window with these players, the dramas. With Amy Whitaker-Patterson specifically, what are your thoughts on them? Can they come back into the team? The ones that are still here, are you done? Like, just get them out at all costs. Let us know. And we shall catch you in the next video. So thanks for joining me, Lee. No worries. And we shall see you next week. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network. The match has just finished and you're on your way home. What better way to celebrate that 90th minute winner than a McNugget share box and a few tips with your mates? You channel your inner Ronald as you race to beat the muck delivery home, just making it an injury time. Ordering muck delivery is easy on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.